Welcome to 101 Stage Adaptations. I'm your host, Melissa Schmitz. I'm a theater artist and arts administrator, and I wrote my first stage adaptation when I was 22. Now I'm interviewing playwrights about their own adaptations, their creative process, and how they make it all work. Welcome back, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about playwright marketing. So, I did a whole episode about this with Patrick Gaybridge in episode 18. So go back and listen to that. If you have not already, you'll want to be aware of when his playwrights marketing binge is happening, uh, which is in September and March of every year. So if you're listening to this in real time, it's happening right now. And if you're not, set your calendar and join his playwright marketing group and get on that list. Today, I want to talk about five ways you can market yourself better as a playwright. And I'm going to divide this into two categories. And the first is your assets. And the second category is your value add. Okay, so when I talk about um, assets, I'm not talking about your financials, although that's important. That gives me an idea for an upcoming guest, but I digress. I'm talking about your marketing assets as a playwright, and that means your headshot, your website, and your bio. So tip number one is about headshots. Get a good headshot and cheat a little if you have to. So soapbox time, as someone who has had to market a playwriting festival, it is clear to me that some playwrights are not certain what a headshot is. And so I'm here to help. What a headshot is, is a high res photo taken from at least the chest up. What it is not is a candid shot that your friend took at a party. It's not a selfie that you took with your computer camera from below with your chin resting on your hand, or you sitting on your couch with your lamp behind you. It is not a photo where your glasses are reflecting glare. We want to avoid all of those things in a headshot. And so my recommendation is that headshots should be updated for playwrights every five years. I don't recommend going longer than five years on a playwright headshot. Now, many of us are also actors, so that's really two to three years we're getting new headshots or any time we're dramatically updating our look. But for playwrights, every five years, please. Some of you out there are slinging around a headshot that is over 10 years old. Please get a new one. We're not fooling anybody with these 10-year-old headshots. Our faces change, right? Okay. Now, some of you are just starting out and the struggle is real and you're like, I can't afford new headshots. I know. I hear you. And I can't either right now. So here is my secret. The photo you see as my podcast art, that is a selfie. So you can take a selfie if you are not backlit and if you have a natural background. If you can take a selfie facing, facing natural light with a neutral background and you send it to your friend and they can't tell it's a selfie, that is good enough for the three to five years you'll be using it, in which time you can save up for a professional photographer. Now, make sure if your phone doesn't already do this, that you flip the image so that it's as you actually appear and not in mirror mode. 
and be on the lookout for headshot specials from photographers in your area. If you're in a larger metro area, they happen a few times a year at certain events. Ask your actor friends and they'll be able to give you photographer recommendations. Tip number two, update your bio. Okay, y'all, here is a biohack. Let's say you've been accepted into XYZ New Festival and you send them your current bio. Boom, right after you hit send on that email, go back to the Word doc and add XYZ Festival to your bio so it's absolutely current and ready for you to submit to your next opportunity. Make sure every time you have a reading, every time you're doing a development project, you're updating your bio to reflect everything that's happening currently. Tip number three, update your website regularly. So if your playwriting career is hot and poppin', you are probably already updating your website regularly. If you're not, consider updating your website every time you update your bio. But I would recommend giving it a refresh every six months to make sure that it's absolutely current. And if your website provider doesn't already do this, Go in every January 1st and update the copyright in the footer of your website to the current year. Now, what if you don't have a website or you can't afford one? Haha, I have another hack for you. Okay, so check this out. Use your new Play Exchange profile as the website you direct people to when they want to know more about you. Your new Play Exchange profile has nearly all the essential parts of what your website would have, except the only image you can have on the page is your headshot, which we've already thoroughly covered. Okay, now the most expensive NPX account is $18 a year for individuals. $18 a year! And if you have above an associate level membership with the Dramatist Guild, you can get a discount on your NPX account. Yes! I am always here for a discount. So... Your NPX profile allows you to have your headshot, your contact information or agent information, a bio, an artist statement, your Twitter handle if you use Twitter, your list of plays, and the recommendations people have written for your plays. On each page of your plays, you can list keywords, character breakdowns, synopses, and production history. And these are all key elements that people might be searching for when they're searching for plays or your plays in particular. So I recommend when you're just starting out or you're kind of a tech phobe like me and you're like, uh, I don't know how to create a website from scratch, start with NPX. And while NPX is holding that digital space for you and marketing on your behalf, you can be saving for and building your personal website in the meantime. Okay, now we're going to get into the value adds of this list. Tip number four, participate in conversations with other playwrights and theater makers. So if you are part of playwriting groups or industry groups, either in person or online, go and add value to those groups, not just in the form of presenting pages to a playwriting group and getting feedback on your own work, but also showing up for playwrights, reading their work and providing them the feedback they ask for as well. I'm a part of a number of Facebook groups that are dedicated to playwrights. So when somebody has a question or if somebody is celebrating a win, like and comment on those posts and especially comment. The algorithm loves comments. 
and add value to the conversation. This doesn't have to be a full-time job. You could set a timer for like five to 10 minutes and go in a few days a week and see who is posting what in those groups and add value to those conversations. Tip number five, build your new play exchange recommendations. So in addition to having your own NPX profile, as many of you know, you can leave recommendations for other writers whose plays you've read. And what happens is those recommendations will show up on your profile page as well. So when people go to your profile, they can see how much value you've added to this platform by how many plays you've recommended. There are a handful of people on NPX who've read and recommended thousands of plays, and that's amazing. So they're adding value by offering recommendations and talking about other playwrights' work. So when other people go see what those plays are about, they can see all recommendations listed for a particular play, and it's a system that feeds itself and supports everybody. So my personal strategy is to have written more recommendations than I have received. I'm always trying to keep the ratio of recommendations given and recommendations received to be off balance. I always want to have recommended more plays than I have received so people can see I am participating and adding value to the platform. And I encourage you to do the same. So those are my five tips to improve your personal playwright marketing. What other tips do you have that I should mention in a future episode? Find me on social media and let me know. My social handles are linked in the show notes. And as always, thanks for listening. Be sure to rate and review this on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this episode, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of 101 Stage Adaptations. If you liked it, I hope you'll forward to a friend today. Sharing is caring, and word of mouth is still the best form of advertising. So I hope you'll share it with someone today. 101 Stage Adaptations is produced by me, Melissa Schmitz, with the help of Hello Podcast Media. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time.